prayer and the word of God is our weapon. When I look back over all that he brought me through, when you look back over all that God brought you through, we can both declare we never would have made it without him. We made it through the storms, through the tests, and as God took us through these things, it made us stronger and wiser. We are much better because God is on our side. You're listening to The Mission Matters with Pastor, Elder, Carl and Lady, Rosalind Tyler, founders of Life Matters Ministry in Beaumont, Texas. Thank you for joining us in our pursuit to position the everyday person for the mission by empowering and equipping them through the Word of God. Praise God this morning. We welcome you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for joining us on our podcast service here this morning. Amen. This is Pastor Tyler, Sister Rosalind Tyler. We just thank God for all of you that's taking time out of your busy schedules to join us. Amen. If you have your Bibles, amen, with you this morning, amen, I'm going to ask you if you would turn to the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, the 28th verse, amen, and then we're going to skip down to the 34th to the 39th verse, amen. If you pay close attention to our introduction, amen, it was talking about all things working together for our good. Amen. But I want you to know this morning, it's all because of God's love. Amen. Our thought today is, it's all because of God's love. Amen. Sometime in life, things happen. Amen. For the good. Amen. And sometimes things happen that is not so good. But in all that we may experience in life's trials and suffering, God Always work it out for our good. Amen. This morning, I want you to pay close attention to the scripture as I read. Amen. Starting at the 28th verse of Romans 8. And it says, and we know that all things work together for good. To them that what? Love God. To them who are decalled according to his purpose. Amen. And I want you to pay close attention to those key words for good, love God, the call and his purpose. And I'm going to amen. I'm going to say some things this morning to help enlighten you what that scripture really means. So many of us read that scripture, but we really don't know the revelation of it. Amen. And I'm going to give you what the Holy Spirit has given me this morning. See, sometime in life, we find people often talk about the word of God and amen. They give certain interpretation and and let me be clear. God don't give us all the same in terms of his revelation, but we need to make sure whatever we speak in is coming from the Holy spirit. Cause the Bible declares also in the word of God. If you go to first Corinthians, the second chapter, uh, looking at that seventh verse, let me go up to the fifth verse. It say that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. Amen. See, sometimes people exercise faith based on their wisdom, manly wisdom, worldly wisdom. But the scripture makes it clear to us that, amen, that our faith, our belief, our trust, 
should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Then it goes down to that seven verse. But we speak with the wisdom of God in a mystery. See, anything that is a mystery is unknown. But the word of God let us know that through the Holy Spirit, God revealed that, that, that which is hidden, that mystery. And that which is hidden is a revelation of God's word through the Holy Spirit. That's called wisdom, God's wisdom, spiritual wisdom. The Bible says, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. See, anytime we talk about something being ordained before the world, we're talking about prophecy. Amen. I remember the pastors used to say, Pastor Elam and, 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 and Pastor Simon, others y'all used to hear say, that the Old Testament is prophecy revealed. And the New Testament is prophecy fulfilled. God always speak that we may understand the ordination of his word. Because people feel they have the intellect. People feel they have the wisdom to interpret God's word on their own. But you cannot, amen, give to God's people what God wants them to have unless you're connected to God in the spirit. Bible says, but God has revealed them unto us, the things that God wants us to know. In the 10th verse of 1 Corinthians 2, the Bible says, But God has revealed things unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yeah, the deep things of God. So there are some things you need to know you would never understand without the revelation of God's word that comes through the power of his Holy Spirit. And so I want to say to us this morning, when we understand that we are seeking the wisdom of God and the spiritual understanding of his word, when we understand that all of this is because of God's love that he has for us, don't try to apply your worldly wisdom, but look at God through his own eyes. Godly wisdom allows us to do what? Trust God. In the midst of any grief, in the midst of transition, with this world, this nation is in the middle of transition. Yes, we have a new president. We have new leadership. But one of the challenges that we're going to all see that we must pray for in this new leadership, in this new presidency, they, amen, they need our prayers because, amen, there are some things that we know this world is going to uh, rely on their own wisdom. But it's not going to be pleasing to who? To God. So the ability to cope in such a transitional time, this scripture God gave to me that, amen, that we would know that it said in his word, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them with, who are called according to his purpose. So in this day and time, don't worry about what's going on. Trust God. Don't worry about the wisdom of man. Rely on God's wisdom. Amen. In the midst of all of the transition and the ability to cope with things that we might experience, I want you to know you cannot help anyone until you understand the wisdom of God. And when we can operate in the wisdom of God, not only can we help ourselves, we can help others. Amen. Looking at the next verse. 
See, we must apply God's wisdom in every affairs of our life. When it's all said and done, I am persuaded, as Paul said. Paul made it clear. He said, I am persuaded neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come shall separate us from the love of God. But let me make clear. Sometimes people say I can never be, we can never be separated from God. Amen. Let me be clear. Sin separates you from God. But God's love is still for you. But God's love is not for the sin. I want to make sure I'm clear there. What the scripture letting us know, God loves his creation. But what God do not like is sin. He even said in his word that a liar should not even tarry in his sight. So look at the word of God. God always will always love you. All because of God's love, we are where we are today. All because of God's love, we are who we are today. We are blessed of the Lord. You know, there's some life experiences that we all been through. There are some things we go through in life. How do you think you got beyond that challenge that you was facing? It was all because of God's love. So that's why I wanted to place emphasis this morning on the verse of the 28 number of Romans 8. God wants us to know he's working things out for our good. Scripture say, who is he that condemneth? Scripture says, Christ said, I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but through me, the world might be saved. It is Christ that died for you and I. It was him that rose again. Amen. It was him that sat at the right hand of the father who make intercession for us. That's why it's important to receive him in our lives. You cannot have access to God the Father without going to, amen, Christ, our Savior. He is the mediator. He is our propitiation. He is the one that reconciled us back to the will of God. Paul goes on to say, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? See, when you come to know Christ in the pardon of your sins, amen, you didn't take on not only his death on the cross, but also his resurrection body. His resurrected body, amen, gives not only Jesus Christ the victory for mankind, but gives us an opportunity for salvation. Amen. Jesus, who sits at the right hand of God, who make intercession for us. Paul wanted to be clear to us in the eighth chapter of Romans. He wanted us to know, amen, it was all because of God's love. And Paul said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then I like what Paul did here. He talked about different events that happens in life. He said, shall tribulation. See, sometimes we go through things in life. You ever been through a trial? You ever had any difficulties? If you hadn't, keep living. You're going to have some trials in this life. You're going to have some difficulties. You're going to deal with pain. You're going to deal with suffering. You're going to deal with trouble. But after all is said and done, 
when we think our heads are above the water. Amen. When we think things are getting better, the devil always have a way, amen, to test us again. And God allows us to go through the test because he wants the devil to know they're going to, amen, they're already victorious. What do you mean, Reverend Tyler? There are things that even when you come to know God, you're going to yet suffer some things. But I'd rather suffer what I'm suffering with God than without him. So Paul reminds us, even during tribulation, through trying times, difficult times, then he goes on to say, even during distress. Well, what do you mean there, Reverend Tyler? Let me tell you what Paul was saying to us. You know, when you feel that you have really gotten above the water, when things are getting better, have you ever experienced another hardship? Have you ever experienced another difficulty? Seem like soon as things seem they were getting better, something else come along to pull you down, or at least try to pull you down. I'm here to encourage you this morning. Amen. Things might have not gone the way you need them to go. You might have seen things improve, and all of a sudden, there comes something else. Amen. You got your bills paid, but all of a sudden, here's another debt. Amen. The car broke down. The need for the house. A need for the children. And I'm here to encourage you this morning. God's love is with you. God will always love you. But will you always love God? That's the question. God has been so good to us. How grateful this morning are you for his love? God gave me this message because I was thinking about Thanksgiving. And we in the month where they celebrate Thanksgiving. But every day is a day of thanks. Am I, amen. Am I right? Every day is a day of thanks. But we yet need to be grateful for every moment. Are you grateful to God? Are you thankful to God? Are you looking to say, God, this is what I want to do to show you my appreciation for your goodness? So what Paul did, he reminded us of all the difficulties that we may face. And I like what he put here. He said, shall tribulation, shall distress. What is distress? Distress is sorrow. It's grief. It's pain. It's misery. And as soon as you get through that, then here come persecution. Persecution is oppression. Persecution can be discrimination. Working as hard as you know to work on your job. Doing all the good that you need to do, amen, on behalf of your family. But yet oppression come, discrimination come. Some come to discourage you on your job, in your home, in the community, in the church. In the church, pastor? Yeah, even in the church. We have to be careful. Because the enemy will come and speak to us while we're sitting on the pews. But I'm here to tell you this morning, Paul is saying, none of these things is an excuse. See, some people say, well, I don't go to church anymore because of so-and-so. Well, I'm here to tell you this morning, that's no excuse. God will always love you. And you ought to be grateful for his love. Don't let circumstances, that's what Paul is telling us, don't let circumstances and hardships and difficulties in life to change your commitment and your love and dedication in serving God. Amen. So oppression will come, persecution will come, distress will come, amen, tribulations you would experience, and famine will come. You say, well, I got food at the house, but you might have a shortage of something if it's not food. There's still a want 
Amen, amen. Even in your life, that might be something that is not a, you're not able to come up to. Amen. So God wants you to know any crisis in your life. If you're on this call today, you're on this podcast today, any crisis you're dealing with in life, I'm here to remind you that God will always love you and give you the power to sustain you through those trials and tribulations. Amen. And watch this. And Paul went on to say, not only doing famine, but he said, in your nakedness. And God gave me a revelation of what that meant. In your nakedness means in your openness. When a person is naked, they are open for shame. And so what the devil will do, he'll try to put you to what? To shame. He'll make you where you feel you're vulnerable. And I'm here to encourage you this morning, no matter even in your nakedness, in your openness, God wants you to know none of these things are going to change your walk with God. God loves you, and you need to continue to love him. Amen. So Paul goes on to say, even in peril, what do you mean by peril? Peril means danger. When you read that scripture, I want you to know what these words mean. The word peril, P-E-R-I-L, means danger or threats. Some of us have dealt with danger and threats. And then he said the sword, weapons that form against us shall not what? Prosper. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are victorious in who? In Christ Jesus. So Paul goes on to say, I'm coming to my close. Amen. He said, for I am persuaded. How many of y'all persuaded this morning? Paul said, need a death. Paul go on and say, neither life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things to present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, or any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is what? In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Paul goes on to remind us that none of these things should separate us from God. Keep yourself in whose love? In God's love. All because what? God loves you. Apply godly wisdom when you go through these difficulties. When you go through the trials, tribulation, distress, misery, persecution. Apply God's wisdom, not man's wisdom. Man will tell you how he would handle it. But I'm here to tell you this morning how God wants you to handle it. You know how you ought to handle it? By trusting who? Trust God. In the midst of all you go through. You continue to trust God. My final statement. What are you grateful for? Have you thought about it? What are you grateful for? Paul just gave us a reason. That when one child come and the next one come and and another one come and then there's another one. None of these things should separate us from the love of God. So then what are you grateful for? Let me just say this. In our life, events happen. Not every day is a great day. Amen. But I can say today is not worse than the other days that I've had. We done had some bad days. Oh, but thank God for the good days. Oh, happy day we played that song. I thank God. The best day that I had when he washed my sins away. Oh, happy day when he reconciled me back to the will of the Father. Oh, happy day when he gave me a chance for salvation and eternal life. 
I'm here. I want you to know this morning, you might be one who are not grateful for what God has already done. But let me remind you why you should be grateful. Amen. Sometimes we don't even take time to go to church or take time to hear God's word. I remember the days when they made us get up. Now, amen. Now some of us decide I'm too sleepy to go. Amen. You should always find time. Amen. To give God your time. So Paul wants us to know you ought to be persuaded that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Amen. Amen. Give me a few more minutes and I'm coming to my close. Nothing. I got to leave you with this. I got to leave you with this. I got to leave you with this. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. But there is a condition that God requires that you obey him. God required that you do. Amen. What you need to do. Amen. That means give your life to the Lord. Give your life to Christ. Serve him. Your redeemer. The redeemer lives. So give your life to the Lord. Our savior who shed his blood on Calvary for you and I. Someone out there need to know that God yet loves you. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but I know I'm speaking to myself. I know that God yet loves me. Can you say that you know that God yet loves you? So what is the purpose that God has for your life? Think about how grateful you should be. God wants us to conform to the image of his son. That's why I'm coming to my close. Because I can't close without you knowing. God wants you to conform to the image of his son, our Lord and Savior, Savior Jesus Christ. He wants us to be just like him. He wants us to mirror the conduct and the character of Jesus Christ. He wants us to give our all in serving him. Amen. God wants us to do all that we can as believers to conform to the image of Christ. Amen. Christians should not be easily moved. We need to learn how to stand in the power of God's word. Steadfast, remain in God, remain in his love. Paul promised us in his words that nothing should separate us from the love of God. And if God has done so much for you, if God has done all the things you say he's done for you, what can possibly cause you to stop serving him? Have you thought about that? Think about it. God loves you, and God wants you to know that he loves you. God always finishes what he starts. So he created us, and so he's finishing up, reconciled all of mankind back to his perfect will, that we may be glorified in the final stage of salvation. Notice that our future glorification is so certain that God spoke of it in the past tense, that he had laid up a reward for those who walk in obedience to him. Amen. So God is just calling all of us to open our hearts so we can hear his voice. Amen. Amen. Continue to live for the Lord. Continue to show you, show God your love. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to The Mission Matters. 
If you have a request for special prayer or would like to send an offering or tithe to Life Matters Ministries, you can do so by contacting us at 1-833-249-LIFE. Again, that's 1-833-249-LIFE. 